Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. Let's jump into today's message, and today's title is called The Perfect Mom. The Perfect Mom. So let me ask you a question. What is your idea of a perfect mom? I'm sure we all have different images and ideas of what that would look like, right? Now, let me ask you this. Do you ever find yourself comparing yourself to other moms? You know, some of you may say, yes, right away. Yes, girl, I do. Or others may deny it, like, no, mm-mm, I'm good. But sometimes deep down we do. And if you don't, then, hey, that's great. But how many times have you felt insecure and even doubtful as you've compared yourself to others? You know, today I want us to talk about how so many of us deep down feel insecure. And I'm not just talking about insecure women like, oh my gosh, I wish I had bigger boobs or, you know, I don't like my eyebrows or, I mean, that was crazy, right? Silly. But I'm talking about deep down insecurity in our heart as a woman, but even as a mother. And this, this sense of insecurity is a liar and it steals our confidence to follow God's plan for our family boldly. What are some examples that have caused you to feel insecure about your motherhood? Think about it. What are those moments, those times, those things that right now you'd be like, oh man, whenever I think of that or see that or see her or this, I always feel insecure about who I am as a mother. You know, maybe for you, um, maybe you might think to yourself, well, I work, but she's a stay-at-home mom. Or I send my kids to school and she homeschools. I'm a homebody and I enjoy staying home with my kids, but she's always on a new adventure. (laughs) You know, I, I sent my kids to daycare so I can go to school and somehow she works from home and cares for her kids all day. I feed my kids mac and cheese and nuggets because that's all they'll eat, but she somehow manages to feed her kids steak and asparagus and cauliflower rice. You know, I prefer to wear workout clothes and no makeup, and she always has her whole outfit together. I clean when I can and I give myself grace, but she seems to have it all together. Her house is spick and span. You know, those are maybe some silly examples, and you might be thinking of deeper ones. But we are constantly measuring ourselves up against the next woman. How is this healthy for our confidence? It's not, but we do it without even realizing. There is no such thing as a perfect mom or an ideal mom. If we could all just be this image of this perfect mom, then we would have made it, right? We all need to be this perfect mom and then finally we've all made it. But what if I told you that there is no right way to do it? That there is no such thing as a superior mom. That nothing you can do will make you better than the mom right next to you. That just because our family dynamic looks different than Susie's down the street doesn't mean one is right and one is wrong. It just means that it is simply right for each family. And I will be the first to admit that the past couple of weeks, I have felt a bit insecure in my motherhood. So on this group, I try to be transparent. So here it is. This is what's been really getting to me. As all of us, I want nothing more than the best for my kids, and I would literally do anything for them. I mean, hello. 
but lately I've had this unspoken expectation for myself that I've put on myself and from those that I see around me, whether it's people I know or people um, on Instagram or just the idea of this. And I've had this expectation that I have to homeschool. And I obviously, as for many of you know, I've chosen in this season to send my two girls to school right now. So I've been filled in the back of my head with this doubt and this guilt. And I've prayed through it from day one. Before our kids were even born, I always told God, God, this was always on my mind. Like, am I supposed to send my kids to school or homeschool? And I always have told God this. If it's your will for me to homeschool, I will 100%. But I have to admit, it's not like my first desire because not because I don't want to be my kids all day. I've been with my kids all day and I love them. I don't even care if I'm pulling my hair out because I'm going crazy. I will be with my kids all day. I love them. Right. But like at the same time, like, God, I don't really like want to fully homeschool because that's like kind of like intense, but that's just me. Right. That's just how I feel. But I've always prayed and told him like, whatever your will is and every area of my life, God, I'm all for it. So time is finally here. And everything has worked out for the school that my girls are going to, right? And I love their teachers. They're, they're beginning to adjust and do really well. They're loving it. But every day after I drop them off, it's like this guilt and insecurity comes. And, and I've prayed from day one for divine guidance and to show me what's right for our family. And even as I believe he is guiding me, I have still felt insecure and doubtful. And I realized I have began to believe that there is this perfect mom idea when there's not. I realized that just because I'm a Christian woman who, ha- who has been a stay-at-home mom in this season, the expect um, a stay-at-home mom in this season doesn't mean that I also have to homeschool my children to achieve perfection and, and the expectations I felt pressured to achieve. I began to realize that every family dynamic will be different and each one is perfect for the specific family. No one is superior and no one should feel guilty for the path that they are on. Will I one day homeschool my children? I just may. Right now, I think I need a little bit of time to catch my breath while they enjoy school and and I am ready to take on that task if that is what God calls me, if I feel the Holy Spirit leading me. But if not, I truly believe that God is in control and will lead us down the perfect path. I know that God is leading us. I know that I am following God's plan right now, even if my own insecurities cause me to doubt. I am learning not to compare and to be confident in our chosen path. And so what about you? Are you realizing that you need to throw out these insecurities and realize that you are a great mom who is following God's leading for your family? Your family is truly blessed. And so when I share my heart, I know some of you might be thinking like, that's the least of my worries, school, homeschool. It's, there's so much more that's causing me to feel insecure. You don't know my story. And I get that. I'm trying to use lighter examples, but don't, don't believe for a second that I don't have other deeper um, insecurities at times, right? And I think homeschooling is amazing. That's why I desire that. But at the same time, I think school can be amazing for a season. So whatever path you choose in that area, go for it, right? But today we're talking about the perfect mom. And we're going to talk about three points. And the first one is insecurities and doubt. The second one's going to be expectations. And the last one is do your thing. So insecurities and doubt. Comparison will cause you to feel insecure and doubt. God 
is calling you to be you. He is not asking you to be those other moms. He is asking you to be you. He knew what he was doing when he gave you your children. He knew they needed your personality, your strengths, your love, and he knew they needed that he knew they would succeed on the path you prepare for them. Am I saying we're perfect? No, but I'm saying the path that we try so hard to lead them in, he knew that that was the path that they needed. And I think as mothers, it's so easy to get caught up in our insecurities. Why? Because we love our kids so much that it hurts. It's our overwhelming desire to do what's best for them. The love we have for our kids is all consuming. It's in this unexplainable love. This love that we have for them propels us to go above and beyond to love and take care of them. So when we think that others might be doing it better, we immediately feel insecure or less than or weak or not capable. But insecurity is literally from the devil. He is constantly causing us to question God's leading. I mean, look at the Garden of Eden, right? The beginning. God told Adam and Eve, you can have all of this. You can have fruit from any of these trees. Just don't eat this one tree. Then that dang snake devil came and, and said to Eve, are you sure that God said you can't eat from this tree? And then he said, if you do eat from this tree, you will be just like God. So what are the two things that you see here? The first one is doubt. Did God say this? The devil comes in and says, did God say for you to pursue your career and be a mom? Did he? That's when you say, yes, peace out. No, he kept, he, he caused a doubt. And the second thing you see is insecurity. He says, you are not enough until you become like God. He, she, he told the uh, Eve that, well, if you eat this fruit, then you'll be better. Why? Because you'll be more like God. So she began to feel insecure of what she was and no longer saw herself as enough and saw herself as less than. So then she ended up compromising and doing what God told her not to do because the devil caused insecurity and doubt. The devil is still playing these games even now. Are you sure God told you to do this? Are you sure God said, send them to school or homeschool? Are you sure God said to quit your job in homeschool? Are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. I encourage you though, as a woman of God, as a mother to pray, ask God to lead your family down the best path. If maybe right now you're confused, maybe you have a decision to make, or maybe you've in a season where you made some decisions and you're confused and you're like, I don't know, God, all you have to do is pray and say, God, lead us. God, if this is the right path, just confirm it. If it's not, then you know what? I'm willing to follow you. And if you want to change our path, then I will do it. And just have and ask God to make your heart willing to follow his leading, to follow his path. And I, he wants to lead you. He is not up there trying to just hold it all back from me. He's like, girl, I got you. Because not only does he care for you, but he cares for your children. Ask God to lead y'all. Believe him at his word, word. Trust his guidance. And go on confidently in the direction that he leads. Don't allow insecurity and doubt to throw off your game. Those are just distractions from following God's plan. You are a great mother, 
doing the best you can, raising amazing, amazing children, and making a difference. And so I have three verses to share on this point uh, of insecurity and doubt. In Galatians 6, 4, it says, Pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. I mean, boom, right there. It says, girlfriend, just stay in your lane, focus on what you're doing. You will feel confident and even satisfied with the job you're doing and you don't need to compare yourself. There it is, period. In Psalms 94, 19, it says, when doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. So in those moments that you feel doubtful, God wants to comfort you, renew your hope, give you cheer. Don't fret. Know that God's got you. And in Psalms 138.8, it says, The Lord will work out his plans for my life. For your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't abandon me, for you made me. He is going to work out his plans for your life. Whether you make every right decision or every wrong decision, well, you know what I mean. If you make some mistakes and you have a heart for God to just come in and help you go on the right path, he will. He will work out his plans for your life, for your family, for your children, and he won't abandon you. So let's move on to our second point, and that is expectations. Expectations. So it's time to evaluate the expectations that you, others, and society have put on you. Some of these expectations are healthy and some are not. Some are not practical, some are unrealistic, and others are just not for you. So many of us are carrying the weight of heavy expectations on our shoulders that we were never meant to bear. Maybe even sit down with yourself this week and write down healthy expectations and goals as a mother, as a woman, whatever else you pursue. And write them down. What are my expectations that I have for myself? What are the goals I have in motherhood, in life? Let me write them down. And look at them and clearly discern, God, show me what is achievable, what is practical, what makes sense. And then simply do your best and don't expect perfection, but do your best. But I also want you to write out maybe some of those hidden expectations you have felt burdened by. Those ones that are just crazy deep down. The ones that say, you got to be a mom, you got to cook, you got to clean, you got to work out, you got to be super fit, you got to uh, also go to school, get straight A's. I don't even know all the things you can do as a mom, right? You got to make home-cooked uh, home meals all the time. They got to be organic. Like If you have a billion expectations at once, it's too heavy. And so I encourage you, write those down, evaluate those and ask, are these for me to carry or not? And be willing to part with the ones that are not. And you may have put expectations on yourself sometimes after comparing yourselves to others, or maybe your parents have put some on you. Maybe they've told you how they did it, and so therefore you should do it like them, or, oh, you do that, or, oh, you're not going to feed them food already, or you're, you know, you know, well, that's what I would do, those little comments, right? But maybe that, that just isn't what's going to work for your family. Maybe Instagram has shown you how to... Uh, how to feel, how to discipline, how to teach, how to sleep train. Instagram has told you exactly how you should raise your kid. And now you feel like you can't even keep up. You have a page about having to keep them entertained with um, 
activities at home, how to sleep train them, how to not yell at them when you're frustrated and how to discipline them, how to feed them good and healthy meals. And I mean, it's everywhere. Expectations are all around. And there are so many voices telling you how and what to do every day. There are many ideas of what a perfect mom is staring at you right in the face. But the only expectation that matters out of all of them is God's. He simply expects you to love your kids, to share his goodness with them, his word and the way that he leads you to, and to do your best. He knows that being a mom isn't easy and he never expected you to be perfect. He simply expects you to try your best and lean on him every step of the way. He won't let you fail. And did you know he fills in the gaps that you can't? He's not calling you to be their God. He is not calling you to be the God uh, and savior of your children's life, even though if we could, we would. If we could save them from every boo-boo, from every heartbreak, from every bully, from everything, we literally would, but we can't. And so God fills in those gaps in the places that we can't meet. We can't put that expectation on ourselves to be God for them. We can't save their soul. That's going to be between them and God. We can do our best to show them God. But at the end of the day, he is their God and he will take care of your kids. You just got to be you and be confident in the mother that he's called you to be. And so expectations. In Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, it says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. So he's saying that he doesn't want you to feel heavy and burdened by these expectations, by this heaviness of things that he's not calling you to do. He's saying, rest in me. I am gentle at heart. I am humble and you will find rest in me. I will not give you this heavy burden that you are not called to carry. So what are the expectations that are for you? And what are the ones that you need to throw out? And in 1 Thessalonians 2, 4, it says, For we speak as messengers approved by God to entrust, to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God and not people. He alone examines the motives of our heart. And my main point with this verse is to remind you that your job is not to please people, not to please your mom, not to please, you know, your neighbors, your other mom friends, not to impress others, that your main purpose is to please God. God, am I lining up with you right now? Am I loving and raising my kids the way you want me to the best in my imperfections? And there will be some mistakes, but God, I'm aiming to please you and not my expectations and not others around me. So please, God. And the last point is do your thing. And I put it with an A. Do your thing. Okay? Because I felt like it sounded cooler that way. Do your thing. So it is time, girls, ladies, women, to put your shoulders back. Right? To lift your head, sip your coffee, and face this world with confidence. It is time to do your thing. It's time to wear 
confidence. It's time to walk boldly in the purposes of God for your life and your family. It's time to throw insecurity out and be content with the life that God has given you. Remember, no one else is superior to you because of their life choices and motherhood style, and you are not better than any other mom for the same reasons. It is time to stop feeling like, oh, well, they do it this way, so they're just a better mom than me. Or I do it this way, and I can't believe she does that. Like, she really should do it this way. She uh, Like, judging in your heart, like, no one is superior, and everyone is doing the right thing for their family. We are all doing what's best for our family. We are all asking God to lead us. We are all trying our best, and we all love our children with our whole being. And we're all doing a great job. So next time, instead of comparing yourself to other moms and women, I encourage you to admire them, appreciate them, encourage them, tell them, hey girl, you're doing a good job. You're doing great because you can compliment another mother when you're confident in the mother you are. When you're not doubting yourself, you can say, girl, you're rocking it. How do you do that? How do you have all five kids at the playground and you look totally calm? How do you do it? You're doing great. You know, encourage them all while you remain confident in how amazing you are too. Jesus is for you. He is with you and he is proud of you. He has given you all that you need to be amazing, to be the mother you are, and to fulfill your purpose. So trust him and do your thing. And I'm going to end on these two verses. The first one is 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 26. And it says, don't you realize that in a, in a race, everyone runs. Everyone is trying to win. This is my commentary, but everyone in this race of life or even in motherhood, right? We're all running for one prize to win, to do the best that we can to achieve greatness, to make God proud. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. And think about it, when you're running to win, can you successfully run and win by looking at everyone else around you? Like, oh man, they got those sneakers? I should have got those, that would have made me run better. Oh man, they have longer legs. Oh man, look at them. You'd be tripping and you'd be like probably last place because you're not even focusing on what God has called you to do. You're not focusing on what you are called to win. And then it goes on to say, all athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. We do it to give God glory. This is my favorite part of it. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I run with purpose in every step. I want to encourage you as a woman and in life, but in motherhood too, Whatever you choose to do, whatever God leads you to do for your family, for your children, for yourself in this season, stop comparing yourself to others and put purpose in every step. If you're a working mom, put purpose to it. If you're a homeschool mom, put purpose to it. If you're a mom that doesn't have her kids right now, put purpose to it. When you see them, make it intentional and do all that you can to be with them. If you're a mom that is a starting her own business and going to school and feeding kids at night and then staying up to one, two in the morning to do school as well, put purpose to it. I don't know. If you have teenagers, put purpose to it. You're not going to be perfect, but whatever God leads you to do, whatever your purposes is, put purpose to it. And the last one is Romans 12, three through six. 
and it says, Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. And so at the end of the day, what this is saying is don't think you're better than others and don't allow yourself to feel insecure if you think others are superior to you because they're not, okay? But at the end of the day, it says our bodies have many parts and each of us have a special function. So you have a special function in your life as a woman in motherhood. And other people do it a different way. The arm does something different than the leg. The mouth does something different than the eyes. And no one is better. They're all necessary to fulfill the purposes of God. So you and your family are necessary. And the, the path that God leads y'all in to just fulfill his purpose. It's simple as that. And so I want to encourage you today that there is no perfect mom. That we all have insecurities and doubts, but that God doesn't want you to live that way. God doesn't want you comparing yourself. He wants you to be confident in the woman and the mother he's called you to be. We talked about expectations and how sometimes we have good, healthy ones, but a lot of times we have these, these ones we were never meant to carry and how important it is to pray about those and, and come to God and allow him to take off those heavy burdens. And the last thing we talked about is doing your thing, lifting your head high, being confident and uh, uh, running with purpose in every step. And so with all that being said, I truly pray that today's message. I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.